Well, hey there, busy friend. It's your girl, Steph, here. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you for taking a couple moments, breaking away from the craziness of your day, just for us to be able to lean in and spend these next couple moments encouraging one another. I know it's not always easy, especially now where we feel like we're having to juggle and do all the things. There's there's a different kind of rhythm of rush and there's a lot of different things, maybe people tugging at your attention today. But I just want you to know that I'm glad you're here. So whether you're listening, driving in the car, you're at home doing laundry, or maybe you are that fellow mom that right now is hiding in the bathroom, hoping your kids don't find you. Over these next couple moments together, I just want to give you the space to be uplifted, encouraged, um, maybe to have some of that noise that's surrounding you right now, just get silence for a little bit and to give you space to breathe. So you ready? Let's dive into this week's episode of Between the Busy. So today we're going to have a conversation about a topic that Honestly, I don't know how many others right now are being open and transparent to have this honest dialogue and conversation, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is a topic that every single one of us, you and I included, are feeling the weight of right now in this season. Maybe even the the heaviness, the confusion, the overwhelm, the distraction, the God, the anxiety of, and that is our dependency on our devices and specifically our connection or over-connection to social media. Now, listen, we are in December of 2020 and with the demands of our daily responsibilities and schedules being flip, change, rearrange all throughout this year, our lives are looking so differently these days. And more than what we could have ever imagined, we've kind of been forced into adjusting to this new virtual lifestyle. And every single one of us have been impacted by this in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you are a working friend where you, prior to 2020, or at the beginning of this year, you were used to going to an actual office building and walking into a cubicle or sitting within arm's reach of of a colleague or a peer. And like, whether or not you liked them was a different story, but you were actually surrounded by other people, other adults. And our kids were used to getting on the school bus and going to school and sitting next to all of their friends. And now we have been shifted where everything is being done virtually. We are working virtually from our homes. We are working remote. Our kids are virtually learning and and that may or may not be going well for you right now, which I'm sorry. I feel like this year we we need to be told, sorry, and it's going to be okay. But here's what has happened, I don't know about you, but I have certainly found myself picking up and opening my phone more than I ever did before. And listen, this coming from someone who for the past six and a half years, I've built my businesses on social media. Social media has been the avenue that helped me to connect and establish really great friendships and extensions of our own family and new inner circles with amazing women who I never would have had the opportunity to meet in real life because quite frankly, they don't even live in my zip code. I I am so grateful for this gift of technology, but this device has also become quite divisive, dividing us from family, 
from friends and most importantly from God. And listen, I like I said, I have found myself picking up and opening my phone more than I could have ever imagined before. And I've even caught myself hiding behind it whenever I feel stressed. Only then to feel even more stressed because then I didn't get anything accomplished. And I carry it around with me everywhere I go around the house because I don't want to miss something. I don't want to miss a message. I don't want to miss um, an, uh, an event in the news. I don't want to miss what's happening with my friends because now, you know, we live close to each other, but I don't get to see them as often. Like, so it's, it's always with me. And I've tried, this is going to sound so silly and you're going to laugh at me, but maybe you've done the same thing. So, you know, you're not, you're not the only crazy person. I've tried cooking dinner with one hand and scrolling on the other trying to answer messages or trying to just scroll and catch up on what's going on with my friends today. And I've, I've probably come close to burning or completely ruining a couple dinners, but my family's eaten it and they didn't complain. So we're just, it, we're going to count it a wash. But, but even sadly to admit, even things like trying to watch a movie with my kids and my husband, it always seems like my phone is still sitting in arm's reach away. And like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for this technology, but if I can be honest with you, I've, I've, kind of felt before announcing earlier this month on my social media that I was going to take a little sabbatical. I was going to take a very much needed breather. I had been feeling this nudge to take a break from social media, this internal, this internal poking, right? And I will be honest, I was really stubbornly hesitant in the beginning because like I shared with you, my work is mostly done through social media. It's how I connect. It's how I engage with my clients. It's how I um, rally our team. And there, there was a fear of, well, if I step away, even for a little bit, not, not a forever breakup, but just a, a temporary, we need to take a break. We need to create some distance. There was this fear of what am I missing out on and how far am I going to fall behind because I'm not showing up, even though I'm showing up behind the scenes, I'm not showing up on the highlight reels. Do you know what I mean? But, but there was more to it than just feeling like I couldn't take a break from social media. If I can be really, really honest with you and listen, I don't think that I've admitted this to anyone else. I didn't really want to, um, I tend to have, you've heard me talk about this before. If you, if you hang out with me long enough, or if you've been a part of our tribe or you've listened to this podcast long enough, I've talked to you about how I've a recovering workaholic. And I have a tendency to still overwork. And what tends to happen is once the kids settle down and the house is quiet, the lights are off, like my brain, that's for some reason, that's when my brain goes into overdrive and the gears start turning. And I don't know if it's the creativity juices that start spinning or it's just the fact that I can't rest, right? I I know many of us work in busy work and friends, like, hustling isn't a problem. Like that's our second language. It's in our DNA. But when you talk about resting and being still, that's really, really hard for most of us to do. And it was in that moment that I found scrolling seemed to tame the hamster wheel in my head. And so let me, let me just be honest. It wasn't just the fear of missing out or the fear of falling behind. It was, I kind of enjoyed what scrolling did to numb all of the mental chatter in my head. And then finally I got to a point where I was like, man, like Jesus, I know you won't have your way. Like, why do I keep fighting (laughs) what you are telling me to do? Because 
I'm worried about my ability or inability to get things done. Like I, I need to stop fighting you because you're going to win. I finally said yes. And let me just tell you, this has actually been pretty refreshing. And I wanted to jump in here and I wanted to share with you one, a little bit of encouragement. Like maybe you've been feeling that poke or that nudge to unplug from social media. Um, this is just a little bit of encouragement, not for you to just completely shut off the rest of the world. Because here's what I've even said to a couple of my friends who ironically, before they took a social media sabbatical where I was like, no, don't leave. The world needs more like bright and shinies to show up on this very ugly and mean and hostile social media. Like if the bright and shinies leave, then what's all that's left? Like no wonder people are miserable. But here's what I realized is sometimes being that bright and shiny means protecting yourself. And, you know, you've heard me say before, we cannot pour into others if we are running on empty. We cannot leave from an empty cup. And so here's something that I want to encourage you with. And then I'm going to share with you some of the tips that have helped me to just slowly unplug um, without, without giving me even more anxiety is about everything. Remember, everything will work again if you simply unplug it for a few minutes including you, you know, we're, we've been on our devices more than what we could have ever have imagined. And if there's a glitch or if something, you know, sometimes it just needs a hard reset to reboot. Friend, remember that the same applies to us. And so here's what I'm going to share with you. Just, just a couple things that maybe you've been feeling that tug too, but you like me, if you are that like extroverted people loving person that like, yeah, but Steph, like I need people. This helps me feel connected to my people. Friend, I get you. Like I, I miss that. I miss hugging my friends. I miss gathering with family. I miss hanging out with our team and our tribe on retreats or at conferences. Like I I'm with you. I get it. Social media is the way where I feel like I'm still connected with human beings. But can I be honest with you in 2020, my extroverted people loving heart has also never felt more heavy or more disconnected than it has this year. I've become mentally exhausted, emotionally drained. And there comes a point where once my body starts screaming and saying it's time, because as you've heard me say a million times, I think we should listen to our bodies. It was time where I leaned into that, that tap and I listened and actually said yes to taking a break. And honestly, I wish that I'd, I wish that I would have listened sooner, but here we are. So let me share with you just a couple of tips that can help you take just those first couple steps. And, and maybe for you, like I've had to learn for me, you know, I can't put my business on hold. I'm self-employed. I can't put my business on hold, but what I can do is set boundaries and I can set limits to where maybe I'm not posting every day on my social media. I don't feel the demand or the pressure to document my entire day for strangers on the internet or for even my friends and family to see. But you can still show up where you need, but just set some boundaries. So let me share with you some of the things that have helped me. Number one, I started turning off my notifications. I don't know about you, but that that ding or seeing a number, whether it's by email or whether it's by your Facebook or Instagram alerts, that gave me anxiety. So even before I opened it to engage, or to serve or to love bomb on people, I was looking at that number and going, oh my God, like that that's just enough. So the first thing you can do that'll help you immediately is turning off all your notifications. And so if you need, keep 
keep your ringer on, keep your text messages engaged, and, and then just, just turn off the notifications. And maybe for you, you start with shutting them off for a weekend or simply check your phone in the next room when you make time available. And, and listen, this may seem really, really crazy, even ridiculous, but do you remember like back before we had our smartphones, this is how we used to function back in the day when our phones were actually plugged into the wall. And then, you know, if you were like me, you, you stretch that cord out as long as it can go to like walk around a couple different corners. Like this is what we had to do back then. How on earth did we survive that? Start by turning off your notifications. That ding you might find might, might help to just help you to simmer down. Second thing that I had to do, because like I said, I, I run my businesses on social media. There was always that attempt to like check in and see like what's going on. Or I had to hide some of my apps on my phone or completely take them off of my phone. So now if you are in our virtual fit crew, for an example, the only time I'm engaging with my clients, with our team, is when I'm sitting in front of my desktop computer. I can't do it on my phone anymore because I've, I've removed the app. So it, it takes away that temptation of going in and just pecking away. The other thing that may help you is before you dive into the world, the world wide web, first do something to put your oxygen mask on first. Now, I'm gonna to speak to this from a couple different perspectives. I'm gonna talk about um, from a health and wellness, from a mindset, from a spiritual standpoint, but I feel like this tip number three is really, really huge because it doesn't matter what other tips or strategies that I give you. If you can't do this, even in your for real, for real life, not just in your real R-E-E-L social media life, I can't help you. So if you've ever been on like a sugar detox you know what I mean? Like where you've completely cut out sugar for a period of time, or maybe for you it was bread or um, like I know I've done three day detoxes and I've done 21 day detoxes. There's chances are, first of all, if you've ever done a detox, you're probably going back and reminiscing on like the not so fun parts of that. Like when you're on day two or three and those detox headaches start hitting you where you're like, oh, like this feels so bad. Why, like how stupid of me to decide to do this and cut out those, those sweet treats or you know the alcohol or the breads or whatever. And, and it's basically your body revolting against why you're not feeding it that crap anymore. But that, that second or third day is often the hardest because our first response is, well, this must not be working because I feel worse than what I did before I started. And for most people, they tend to quit at that point instead of drinking water, slowing down, pressing through because on the other side of that detox headache, you feel like a million bucks and your body thanks you. But but it's, it's that whole process of being intentional about what you're deciding about what you're gonna eat instead of the old, delicious but dangerous sweets and treats, right? So the same applies. If you are going to stop eating, ingesting those digital snacks all day long, whether it's the likes, the follows, who's commenting, what's, what's you know, the Joneses, the digital mom Joneses doing down the street. Like if, if you're not gonna stop ingesting that all day long, then you're gonna need to make a plan to consume more of the things that are healthy for you. Just like you can cut out sugar, like the, like the cookies or the Ben and Jerry's chubby hubby ice cream by eating more fruits or vegetables, drinking more water. You can also tune out turning into those that we like 
that we have placed upon these pedestals that we tend to follow and stalk on social media by first turning to those who love you most. And so maybe for you, that means before picking up your phone, exercise and move your body. Before you pick up your phone, say good morning to your kids, have a conversation, hug your spouse. Maybe before picking up your phone, it means reading 10 minutes of a book that you want to read. Maybe not even to learn something different, but just something that you enjoy. Maybe that means diving in and picking up your Bible before you pick up your phone. So put your oxygen mask on first before connecting with the rest of the world. And friend, I can tell you that helped me so much in just making it through the the first couple days of, of my digital detox. The other thing is limit your time where you're online. Now, I know we're in the holiday season and between Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all of the online shopping because, I mean, no one's going to stores anymore. And and listen, even if you did like going to stores, people aren't that nice nowadays. So maybe you're definitely not going to the stores. We're all online. So set boundaries and limit your time. Now, I'm not telling you to go cold turkey because for me, I can't do that. Like I will, I will have like incredible withdrawals. Um, so instead, choose what hours you're going to be on your phone or on your desktop or on your laptop. And, and better yet, pick a short time slot or, or maybe just a couple when you're going to allow yourself just to connect online each day. It's going to seem really, really small, but what's going to happen is it'll compound and make a big, big difference. It's like telling someone that wants to change their nutrition and get healthy, you know, don't cut out all these food groups, just maybe don't drink Diet Coke and instead suck down water. Like it's a small change, but one small good decision will help spiral more small good decisions. So try that. Just limit your time. The other thing, which is really important, and I don't hear many people talking about this, is recognizing your triggers. So when you're taking a bit of that detox, this is something that I had to do. Be aware of the times that I'm mindlessly picking up my phone. Like I shared, for me, it was at night. When I just, I, and then I would complain the next morning because I'm so tired. Well, because I was spending hours scrolling. Take notes. Maybe there's websites that you turn to habitually to make you feel better or to numb um, the stress or just the, the heaviness of what you were feeling that day. Is it Amazon Prime that you go to when you're discontent? Do you, do you go to games when you're bored instead of playing a board game with your family? Are you turning to Facebook or Instagram when you feel lonely? And instead of connecting with people who genuinely know you in real life and love you and care about you, are you searching for validation and likes and comments and follows? Are news sources, mainstream media news sources, being the thing that you turn to because you're scared? Well, friend, sidebar, that ain't gonna help you at all. <laughs> and, and you know, are you are you going to these different sites because you're stressed or unsatisfied? Are you listening? Listen, friend, I love that you're here and you listen to this podcast, but are you turning to podcasts because you're feeling the need to be productive instead of just doing the thing that you are supposed to do? Do you see what I'm saying? When we can recognize what those triggers are, instead of just simply medicating them, like putting a Band-Aid on a check engine light, what we're able to do is address the problem at the root. So it doesn't keep being a problem. And that's going to be hard, but it's essential. It's necessary. The other thing to think about is what else do you turn to? So maybe as you cut back, as you, as you detox a little bit from social media, or you put your devices away, 
you might notice yourself snacking more, drinking more, maybe binge watching entire seasons of your favorite Netflix show, (laughs) whatever it is, what are you turning to? Because listen, any of us that have had any issues with addiction or our problems, you tend to replace one bad habit with another, you know, and even things that are intended to be good for you can quickly become idols, but perhaps there's other things that you need to lay down for this season. And so just, just think about that. What else are you turning to, to fill that void? If you're not willing to address it at the root. And then the other thing is make an intentional plan to connect with your family and your for real, for real life friends. Often we find ourselves being too busy to connect with those that we say we love the most. And I know I've been guilty of that. There's, there's friends that, you know, we would go months without talking and our biggest excuse was I was too busy. Well, now life has kind of slowed down enough where that's no longer an excuse. So during this time when you're saying no to everyone else on the World Wide Web and on the internet, notice how much time is then freed up to let you free that time up to get really intentional with your closest family and friends. Listen, here's what I wanna leave you with. Let's just be real. I know, I know that 2020 has been a heavy year. And I know that there's been so much that we feel like we've lost, that's been stripped away. There's, there's a lot of fear right now, which again, stop watching the news, that'll fix it real quick. But something that really helped me to lean into this season of, of going through a digital detox was the quote, Lord, help me rest so I can run. Now, like I said, we're busy. And for most of us, I mean, we're the hustle and the grind and just the overworking like that. That's not a problem for us. Like that's kind of part of our DNA, but rest and be still. That's different. Most of us struggle with that. And so I don't know what that rest to run looks like for you in your world. But I know for me, I hope to use this time between now, even through the end of this year, just to refocus on what matters most to recharge with the ones that I love most for me, it's God first, family second, my work third, because here's truly what I believe. 2020 has indeed been a year of refining. Now, if you know about the refining process, it doesn't, it's not pretty, right? Like some things have to go into a fire. There's things that need to be stripped off. And while we can focus on the fire or the stripping away of things, I actually believe that God is redeeming and restoring so much in our lives right now. But listen, if we're too distracted or we're too busy focusing on all of the the shaking or the stripping away of things, then we're going to miss it. And busy friend, I don't I don't want to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. Like I want to be wide awake with my eyes looking up, burning with fire so that come the new year, I am ready to freaking run. And so listen, if Maybe you've been feeling that nudge to unplug, to maybe take a digital detox or a social sabbatical. I just want to invite you to join me. And if your body is telling you to do something, sweet friend, pay attention. Unplug doesn't mean forever. It just means for a little bit. We're just going to take a little break. But here's what I can promise you. Number one, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. You know, you can't look at everyone that you're following on social media and go, oh man, like their life is just perfect. And my kids are a mess and my husband doesn't take me on date nights. My house isn't that clean or I'm not that happy or I'm not that fit. But, but let me just tell you, there is a, there is a crazy peace and contentment 
that you can find when you are willing to stop watching everyone else's highlight reel, filtered, perfect Instagram-esque pictures, and you are willing to just sit and be content with what you do have. Because in a season where it's feel like a lot has been stripped away, if there's anything that I can tell you, my family and I have realized is how even in the midst of chaos, how incredibly blessed and grateful we are. But if you're not willing to lift your nose up from your phone or from your device to pay attention, you go miss it. So friend, if you've been feeling that nudge, I invite you to join me. And if you're looking for other resources, hit me back up. Let me know. I would love to share with you the things that I am being helped out with now in this season. And sometimes accountability can be the best thing that you need. I I know I've got some accountability buddies that are helping me walk through this too. But here's the other thing. We're going to talk in the next couple episodes, tips and strategies to use this time to unplug and unwind, to actually get strategy and vision and clarity and to get excited again to figure out like what makes you tick so so there is a a launching or a relaunching that is coming but you first have to be able to to be still so i hope that you take some time whether it's a weekend whether it's the rest of this year to unplug and rewind give yourself a detox because you deserve to recharge and i'll see you back here next week Hey, busy friend, before I let you go, I had to jump in here and just say thank you. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here leaning in, linking arms. And honestly, my heart is that this podcast not only helps to add value to your life, but that the words are uplifting and encouraging enough to where it meets you exactly where you are and helps to sustain you through the day, through the rest of your week. And then we come back and we get to do it all over again. But thank you so much for being here. With that being said, I want to personally invite you to become a supporter of this podcast. And this is this is so important because it actually helps to make sure that we can keep making or even leveling up the value and the content here in this podcast. And so um, just know that by becoming a supporter, with a small monthly donation, it actually helps to sustain our future episodes. And so I encourage you, pray on it. And if this is something that you feel your heart is being led to do, simply go to stephcram.com, click on the tab for podcast, and there you can select a small monthly donation that will help sustain our future episodes. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love that you are part of this crazy cool tribe. And thank you so much for generously supporting this podcast and what we get to do every single week together. I love you and I appreciate you so much. Everything that we do is for you. So thank you for being my biggest cheerleader.